Welcome to NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas, and to Super Bowl 51. Dan Quinn has been to three Super Bowls in the last four years. This is his first as the head coach. I really take pride in telling everybody I gave him his first job in the league. He was at Hofstra, and I had a lot of pro guys interview for the job. It was a defensive assistant job, quality control, an entry-level job, kind of like many of us started in the league. And he was the youngest to interview, the least experienced to interview. He got the job. Why? Because he seemed to be the one that was the most eager, the most willing to learn, the most willing to work all night if need be. And we hired him, and he was exactly that. And he created a culture over there now in Atlanta. He calls it taking this thing from a neighborhood to a brotherhood. Brotherhood is real. We're tight as we've been all year, man. They respect each other. They play hard. They, uh, he's got a good thing going. I'm really proud of Dan Quinn. The moment will feel very, very big at the start. But in the end, it's a football game. Then I think Dan and, and his staff have done a great job getting the team ready to go. I talked to Dan before the game. I gave him a hug. I said, good luck. He goes, coach, I like our chances. And he, and he said that to me with, with some confidence. And I, and I didn't know if he was coming from, you know, just, you know, coach talk like, ah, we're going to get these guys. You know what I mean? He said, I like our chances. And I said, because of you, it's because of you. Give him another hug. And that was it. Yeah, I was there. I was at the game. Devontae starts out wide left. He'll score standing into the end zone. He took a big leap, and Atlanta has grabbed the lead in Super Bowl 51. Everybody's high-fiving. I'm like, man, they're going to win this game. 35! and nine at the 19. Ryan takes the snap. New England going to bring some pressure. Matt going to reset. Bro for Hooper. He caught it! Look at the score. They're dominating this football game. He gets the snap from Andrews. Falcons trying to get the intercepted. Coming back up the field is Robert Alford, and he will walk into the end zone on an 81-yard pick six. For Atlanta to have that many points that early was like, wow, wow. Atlanta 21, New England 3 after 30 minutes of Super Bowl 51. Um, and then there's a halftime, and you got to play two halves. Atlanta will get the ball to start the second half, and the Falcons look like they're ready to ride. Now, I don't think, I don't think Dan Quinn ever addressed his team and said, hey, Awesome job, guys. We're in a good spot here. Let's just finish this game out and go home a winner. Attack time! It's attack time! I'm sure he wanted to keep the pedal to the metal. I'm sure he was saying, we need more points. Ryan gonna throw. Here's Coleman at the five. He'll beat Nikovich to the end zone. Touchdown, Atlanta. We need another stop. We need another takeaway because he's built that way. Let's go attack, all right? Let's go attack. Bring the juice now. Bring the juice. Um, but sometimes you don't have control of what's gonna go on in the second half. Me, I think what happened to the, in that game, just by watching and knowing Dan, and we all know the Patriots, how great they are, I think that young, young defense for Atlanta simply got worn out. First touchdown of the game for New England. That was the worst drive defensively of the game. Atlanta just did not tackle well, and it cost them. They were playing a lot of snaps. Some of them were playing special teams. They didn't have a lot of backups. A lot of cases, they were the backups having to start. Tackling. You know it's going to come down to tackling, right? Keep tackling, tackling. That's going to be the name of this game, OK? And they were young. And Tom Brady finally figured them out a little bit. Tom finally cracked the code uh, of a, a, a really good Falcon defense. And he's making these throws that are pinpoint perfect. And he's checking plays that are getting them out of trouble. And he's doing all the right things. 
Throws it for Amendola. Touchdown, Patriots! And New England now will go for two. And you started to get that feeling that, uh-oh, here they come. High snap, they went right to White. Direct snap, and he scored. And now all of a sudden, the Patriot faithful here in Houston feel like they got a chance. Down eight with under six to go. All right, let's go relax. We got plenty of ball in play. Everybody relax. All right, let's go attack again next play. This Falcon offense, which has been the strength this team all year, is going to have to try to finish New England off. I think you got to pull out everything you know about motivation. Let's go attack, Matt. Let's go attack, brother. Let's go do what we do. Second half of a Super Bowl is not time to start lecturing people. All right, let's go. Do your job. We got it. But then it was like, ah, because Julio Jones caught a nice football on the sideline. Max snaps it to him. New England trying to get there. Matt up in the pocket. Now going to cut it loose, looking for Julio. What a catch. He made it catch. Unbelievable. Unbelievable grab. On the 23-yard line, a great throw, an unbelievable catch. That will live in Super Bowl history right there. That's one of the great catches of all time. So I'm in the suite, and I say, all right, fine. Wow, we, they almost had us there. Uh, but luckily, we, 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 we shut them down because we're just going to kick this field goal and we're going to win the game. It's over. First and 10 at New England's 22. Clock 4-10 to play. So I get in the elevator and I go down to the field. By the time we get to the field, Matt's dropping back and it's and it's third down. I see the holding call. Flag down. Now the Falcons are out of Bryant's range at the 45 of the Patriots. And I, so I didn't know what happened between it. I'm like looking at people on the sideline. I'm like, what, what the hell happened? And they're like, oh, uh, they ran the ball the first play. Nowhere to go. And the second time they tried to run the ball and he got sacked. And he'll take a sack. And it's a loss of 12, so it'll be third and 23. And then I saw the third play of, of, uh, of Matthews getting the holding call. And now the ball's back at the 45, and they are out of field goal range. And they're going to put Tom Brady in position to tie this game up. And, and that's when I was like, oh my god, this, 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 game, this, this game's over now. There's a 98% chance that he's going to go score this. And you knew if that thing goes into overtime, whew, they're going to have anything left. Here's Edelman broken up, and the pass is... I think he caught that. They're saying it's a catch. That's incredible. They're going to hand the ball to White. He scores with 57 seconds left. Of course, they went down and scored. They converted the two-point conversion. And the game is tied. And we go to overtime here in Houston. First time in Super Bowl history. And you say shocking, disbelief, all, the, all those words. They got to pull it together. To me, it was like, all right, Tom Brady, Okay, arguably the greatest quarterback ever to grace our arena against the youngest defense in the playoffs that is so tired they're hardly going to make it out for the coin flip, okay? It is heads. New England has won the toss. When they won that coin toss and, and New England got to receive the ball, I left. I left the game. I'm like, let's go. It's over. First and 10, New England, and it's 45. A touchdown wins it. Brady loads, throws, and caught Hogan. Brady down the gut pass is caught. Here's Bennett. Flag is thrown. Are they going to call pass interference? Looks like it. Get your goal line ready. Get your goal line ready. Tom Brady in that situation in the Super Bowl, they're going to win this game. First overtime, they'll toss it to White, left or right side. White will cut back, and he will get in. And James White has won the Super Bowl for New England.
Um, and they just, they just couldn't find the right answers. They couldn't make that play at the, the, that opportune time. And it was just one of those things. That's why it took them a long time for that team and that city and that organization to just get over it because they had it, had it, and then let it slip away. Dan, you guys looked like you were well in control. What happened? Well, uh, for sure it hurts like hell. Crushed my dreams. I was, I, I was about ready for some confetti. I was gonna go to the after party. I was gonna change my flight and hang out with Matt and, and Mr. Blank and the, the whole staff. I know it wasn't my ring if that, that, that they were gonna be getting, but I felt like it was part of my ring. Uh, we knew it was gonna be a battle, and it for sure was. It was a fantastic game. Uh, really proud of the way our guys battled and competed. Thank you so much for coming out. Appreciate it. One of the real hard things to do in sport is to, to talk to your team after a loss. This is your livelihood, your profession, and your everything counts on winning and losing in the National Football League. Not only is it tough, you need to say the right things too, but if there's anybody that can hang on to his team's chemistry and, and get back to the big show, uh, Dan Quinn and the Falcons have that chance.